Howdy! Welcome to the brand new podcast by me, Rob Saunders, called I'm Just Saying. Um, as I say, first episode. Um, I really enjoyed recording this, actually. Turned out better than I thought it would. Um, I talk about tattoos, I talk about social media, um, and I talk about, yeah, my friends, really. Things that might not interest you, but yeah, give it give it a whirl, give it a chance. But um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy it. If you do, there'll be plenty more. So if you don't, you can have another listen at another time. But here we go. Enjoy the show. Well, hello. Um, thanks for listening. And welcome to I'm Just Saying with me, Rob Saunders. Um, so about me then. Um, I've done a podcast before, but uh, nothing really come of it. It was more me testing the water, really, with uh, mental health and things like that. Um, and it was to do with parental alienation from my ex-wife, behave don't swear um but we won't bog you down with that so me well i was born in london west london but i grew up in reading so i i say that i'm a reddinensian really a reading boy um i grew up in the same part of reading as ricky gervais so that's uh something i, <laughs> I always say because uh Gives me some props, hopefully. But um no, it it's yeah, it's one of those proud things, isn't it? Um Reading's not that big a place, or it wasn't when I was growing up anyway, so to have people put Reading on the map, the likes of Ricky Gervais, um Jeremy Kyle, ironically, um are we allowed to even talk about him anymore? I don't know. But um Kate Winslet yeah, people like that. Is it Sam Mendes as well? She was married to him, wasn't she? The director. There's there's loads, there's loads of people. Um, but it, it's one of those that when I tell people I'm from Reading, they're like, oh, okay. And I don't think they know where it is. It's only like thirty odd miles from <laughs> from London, and it's yeah, poles apart. But anyway, so um, one of the things I want to start talking about is tattoos and tattoos can split and divide a room because some people just do not like tattoos some people love them some people don't mind them but i've i've got quite a few i think i've got 12 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10. yeah about 12 now um varying designs i've got a bit of a pirate theme going on that's my thing got my daughter's name, my youngest daughter's name, tattooed on my hand, date of birth. I've got my other daughter's um, names tattooed on me. Yeah, you know, nothing strange like um, what I think is chicken chow mein in Chinese, but actually says dog cabbage or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, I think that was the early 90s, mid-90s people were getting that done. But it's one of those that, I get tattoos because I like them, or should I say I particularly like the tattoos I'm getting, which I know sounds a bit 
mental because of course you're gonna <laughs> you want to get a tattoo that you like but so many people get tattoos just for the sake of it and I have seen some shocking tattoos in my time and that's something when you have a tattoo you start looking at other people's tattoos and you notice things and you go oh I like that or you just go that's shit and and that and I'm sure people think the same about mine I'm not going to be I'm not here to uh beat the drum on people's tattoos but what I will say is something that I get quite a lot is people go do you regret that? Or do you regret them? And my answer really is no. No. A good example of that was I was getting some lunch um, when I was at work and uh, it's outside of the building that I work in and, and an old boy's gone to me, he's gone, you're a, you're tattoo son on your hand, you, you regret that? And I said no, not really. So this means a lot to me and that's that's what tattoos should be about and he said oh I think you you will in later life because you'll have a tattoo on your hand and you'll be about 70 years old well first things first I hope I live that long and what I actually said to him was well with all due respect mate there's lots of people my age older younger that have got hand tattoos or Tattoos that you can see. Um, I'm, I'm not one for tattoos on faces. I'll draw the line at that. Post Malone, he can do what he wants. He can do what the fuck he wants because he's meant, he's he's rich. He's famous. He's rich. He ain't gonna go and work at Morrison's, is he? He ain't gonna tip up at Morrison's and you know goes for the interview. They go, oh um, yeah, Mr Malone. Uh, your face, it's got barbed wire on it, mate. Looks like a toddler has gone mental on your face with a Sharpie. But, you know, that's up to him, isn't it? I wouldn't get it done, but that's up to him. Different strokes, different folks. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so I said to this fellow, I said, well, look, you know, there's going to be plenty of people in the same situation as me. So, in fact, it'll actually be the new normal, which, yeah, okay, it seems a bit mad to think of an old boy rocking it down the road with um, on his fingers love and hate or something like that, you know, and some weird full arm, full sleeve jobby going on. But it, it is going to happen, you know. Um, but yeah, so I got my first tattoo when I was about 18. Um, and it was a design that <laughs> I kind of put two tattoos that I liked together at the same time and I, I think the tattoo artist was just like yeah whatever mate just give me give me your money mate you know <laughs> off you pop um yeah it was a bit of a liberating experience because I'd been sort of brought up in a way where I never really knew or I couldn't really do the things I wanted to do it was all there was a bit bit of a depression there but we'll leave it there but um yeah, so it's quite it's quite funny. It's like, oh, I can do what I like. I can, uh, you know, <laughs> it was brilliant. So quite liberating. Got that done, and like an absolute plum, I didn't let that heal properly. So I've gone to Cuba with girl I was seeing at the time. Son got to it. See, swimming pool, water, you name it. I didn't look after it, so I learned a lesson, and. It's not good, but I got away with it, but I know 
thought I was stupid. Um, and yeah, the the tattoos started flowing from there really, and then I was very careful when I picked the tattoos. After that, it, a lot of thought process went into it, and I think I think most people with tattoos are always going to point out their shittest ones or the ones that they don't like very much. Um, so yeah, I'd say my first one's not my best one, but I think everyone's going to say that. But yeah, so I've gone sort of a bit more with the elaborate styles now. With uh, on my my arm, I went for a sleeve. I'm going for a sleeve, so it's obviously going to take a while because I'm I'm not rich, mate. I'm not minted, so um, so I've sort of done it in bits, which I, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But as I said, it suits me, so I'm going to rock it. And um, yeah, and I've I've been different tattoo artists but I try and stick with the tattoo artists um, that I've had with my bigger designs or with my more elaborate designs um, one of them in Maidenhead um, Tattoo Rooms she moved out to Brighton so I couldn't get any more done um, but I've discovered another place in Wokenham and they're absolutely kick ass they're great, great bunch of lads absolutely spot on and um, yeah, so I've had I've had about three tattoos of them now, and um, yeah, love them, love them. In fact, my hand one, um, I had a hand, the hand one with my daughter's name, um, her date of birth, and the number thirteen. And I'll come on to that in a minute. Um, that's done by Jay, and Jay absolutely amazing. Some of his work, um, if you go on Ink Fusion, um on Instagram you'll find his stuff um, yeah absolutely awesome and yeah and it it sort of it was nice being it, tat- when you get a tattoo done I've never been to a tattooist and they've it's been hard work I've always I've always got on well with them and there's <laughs> some of them are probably the scariest people you'll ever see you'll think hang on a minute this person's massive, they got tattoos on their face, they got a tattoo on their head, you know, they don't look like the sort of total person you would uh, I don't know, have a chat with, but nah, it's it's part part of the deal, isn't it? You know, it's very personal. You're getting inked up by somebody, it's gonna be with you for the rest of your life and it's a personal thing. So it's even better when it is with somebody that's a laugh and and luckily I've done really well and had a laugh. Um but yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. You've you've got to make sure you're picking the right thing. And uh, my wife, she's got a tattoo that she got done, and she fought long and hard about it. And in fact, she's wanted a tattoo for a long time. And I think previous relationship weren't really one of those things that was going to happen. I don't think he liked them or whatever, but I don't really care. But um, yeah, so she got it done. I think me having tattoos as well, it sort of made her go. Yeah. I can get yeah I'll get one of them a lot of questions asked but yeah so she loves hers she's got another one booked in for our for a design that she's had that she's wanted um, for our daughter um, that we've had together and um, obviously what am I on about <laughs> anyway um, yeah so she wanted she wants that done unfortunately because of this lockdown shite um, she's had to be delayed because obviously they can't they're not open and you know and that is a shame because the tattoo 
it's not even an industry. I'm not even going to call it an industry. It's a culture. The tattoo culture is very much about that and returning customers. And um, I've actually been sat in the chair and had people come in and you look at this design and it's like, fucking hell, mate, you want that tattooed on you? Oh, do you know what I mean? I thought I thought your kid done it, and I shouldn't say that because kids, kids, some people do get their kids to like draw pictures and then they get it tattooed on them, and I think that's really nice. And in fact, that's probably something I might do in the future. But this this geezer's rocked up, and he's got and uh, he's got Liverpool. I think Liverpool just won Champions League, or well, they didn't win the Premier League for a while, did they? But, yeah, he mu- they must have won the Champions League or the Worthington Cup or something. And he's got this it's Liverpool FC forever for EVA. Yeah. And the, it's in bubble writing. Yeah, I know. Bubble writing. What the fuck? Um, and it was funny because the guy tattooing me, he was so polite. And when, when he went, I said, would you do that? He went, no. I wouldn't tattoo him that. I wouldn't tattoo him with that design. It, 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 you know, it's my work, and and it's that's what I've learned about these tattoo artists. Is that's exactly what they are, tattoo artists. You're wearing their art, and that's another thing I say to people as well. Is when I'm people buy art and put it up on the wall. I buy my art, and it goes on my skin. It goes on on me. So I can walk around like so. Yeah, I'm like a moving portrait gallery or or something. You know, museum. I don't know, museum of tattoos on my arm. But it's it's a tough one. But um, I mentioned a tattoo that I got done um, with that J Infusion in Wokenham. Um, plug plug plug. He done thirteen. Um, the the reason I wanted thirteen is is. Weirdly, 13 has been a lucky number for me. Um, It's when I used to play football, school, and teams outside school. 13 was the squad shirt I had when I had my best games. When I I played for British Airways for a while, who I worked for, played for British Airways for a while, and they that was my squad number there at times where you, you picked a shirt, you didn't didn't really get given it yeah, I'm not John Terry or anything like that um, but yeah so it sort of always stood out and it was a number that has stood out over the years as being quite lucky for me for for whatever reason it's always been lucky and then I'm a Reading supporter for my sins um, you're doing alright shouldn't be like that um, and 13's a lucky number with them as well and okay some teams knock us, some supporters knock us because we put on the team sheet number 13 Reading fans. I love that. I think it's great. It's really including us in it. And we've done that for years. So um, sort of tied in and meshed together really, which when you're getting tattoos done, or, or, or like I've said a billion times, it has to mean something. And for me, there you go. It's what it means. Um, I'm not going to go for every single one of my tattoos. Will be here all all day. So yeah. So if you, if you're listening and you ain't got tattoos and you're thinking about getting it, have a think. Find people that have got tattoos that live near you, and and ask them. That was my phone. 
How bad is that? It wasn't my ass, don't worry. If you've got if you've got anybody around you that's got tattoos, it's best to ask them because you could probably say to them, you know, where where did you get yours done, and all that. More more often than not, people are going to love the fact that you've come up to them and gone, oh, I like your tattoos. Uh, where'd you get it done? And they're either going to go, oh, you got to go here. you got to go here. you love it. They're great. Good bunch of lads. More often than not, that's what you're going to get. But there are some absolute pony tattooists around. And I just dropped the artist out of that then. Um, piss artist, maybe. But, and I have seen some people's, and they're like really proud of it. And it's supposed to look like Popeye the Sailor Man in it. It's more like Sooty from Sooty and Sweep. But there we go. But, yeah. So that's that's tattoos, really. I don't know what else to say about it. I've really got anything else to say about it. I will get more. don't know what I'm going to get. It, but I'm always planning. I'm always planning my my moves, what I want. Um, I'm quite lucky because um, I've had an apprentice that's at... Um, Ink Fusion, he's done a couple for me now, um, and of course you get it at reduced rate, but he's he's bang bang tidy, he's actually absolutely spot on. So that's another thing to look out for as well if you're going to get a tattoo, if you don't mind getting an apprentice to do it, because at the end of the day they're not, you know, they've got to learn. So you're going to benefit from getting a tattoo done for quarter of the price, half the price. So just go for it. Um. Yeah, so I've not I've not had a tattoo abroad. I've known people to have tattoos abroad. Well, not sure about that one. Maybe America, but I don't know. I'm not really feeling that. I don't know. Um, I'm burning up here. Let me take my top off a minute. Hang on. Jesus, sweat. Literally, heating's off. I'm sweating cobs. Um, it's not the Rona, don't worry. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I've I follow lots of different tattoo artists, and there is a tattoo parlor place in LA that I've always wanted to go to and get tattooed at Shamrock. Um, I don't know whether he's done it near Beckham's, but that's not a reason that I would go. But the tattoos they do there, unbelievable. I think they're on Melrose. But yeah, so that that I'd probably do, but I wouldn't like. Benidorm or something like that, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't get that done. Yeah, do do me a camel toe, mate. <laughs> lads, 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 lads. But, um, and don't drink. People do this. They, they have a drink, get a tattoo done, they wonder why they're bleeding out. Don't do it. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I suppose the last bit I could say about tattoos, this turned into a TED talk, isn't it, about tattoos? But I hope I'm not boring you. And if I am, I'm get a tattoo with Rob's boring me or even better um <laughs> no not on your ass. yeah so my aftercare with tattoos I've used different things over the years but the one that I do like using is tattoo goo oh my god tattoo goo is the absolute shiz niche it is so good and it's the only one that I've had where not only is it sped up the healing process for me as in it heals properly and I've never had any issues um, the inflammation goes down quite quickly it doesn't itch as much oh that's horrible that bit when it starts itching 
especially if you're a hairy fella or or Sheila, you know, come on. Seen some monsters around. Um and the tattoo goo it keep it's kept the 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 scabbing and all that moist for quite a long time. So it's it's always done done the trick for me. Um so yeah, tattoo goo and they do a kit as well, so you can get a little bit of a a um sunscreeny type jobby to use as well. And a soap, and that's the important one. Fragrance free soap. And yes, I have made that mistake. And Jesus Christ, am I never doing that again. So I put fragrance soap on a tattoo and it is literally like putting DP on your knob. It is fucking horrible. But yeah. So I think I've covered everything there is to cover with tattoos. Um, yeah, I think I have, really. Um, so I'm hoping to do plenty of these. I'm hoping people listen to them and like them. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. Yeah, okay, Joe Rogan, of course. You know, is he the podfather? That's open for debate, isn't it? I think he's up there. He's like the pod Jesus. I don't know. But, yeah. But I've always listened to podcasts. In fact, I was listening to podcasts before I started listening to Joe Rogan, which is really funny because you would have thought I would have started listening to him with him. Um, there's loads. There's so many. Um, I've particularly liked listening to The Good, The Bad and The Rugby um, and obviously before that it was House of Rugby I've really liked um, Lockdown Parent in Hell with um, Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe and oh my god there's so many I should, I'm plugging them shouldn't be plugging them they should be plugging me <laughs> like they're going to know who I am I'm just a minnow I'm just some geezer from Whitley in Reading you know what I mean um, yeah so it's that's kind of what made me think. Oh, I can try one of them. I want to talk. I'm I'm good at good at talking the ass off of somebody. I'll probably yeah. People definitely get annoyed with me. Um, so yeah, so I'm hoping to do plenty of these. Like I say, um, I'm hoping to get good pal of mine Liam on. Um, interesting man. Northerner, don't hold that against him. It's alright, my wife's a Northerner as well. And a scouser at that. Yeah, I know. What happened there? Um, well, she's not going to steal our car, is she? It's ours. Um, alright, calm down, scousers. You bad walls. Bad walls. What was that? Um, yeah, it's an inside joke. And, yeah, he he's a cool guy, Liam. I've known him. He's going to kick me. I don't know. How long have I known him? He's got to be seven years now six six years fucking hell maybe longer yeah jeez coming up to ten years nearly um I won't go on too much about him because I want to save it for when when we do speak to him but fascinating guy he's got a lot to talk about he's um yeah he, he's, he says it how it is and I love that he's a Yorkshireman All, every Yorkshireman that I've ever met have always been top top fellas and obviously the ladies have been amazing as well and yeah and it's funny how we met which we'll go into on that but um yeah great guy look forward to talking to him and um 
I might even find out stuff about him I don't even know. But uh, very creative is something I'll say about him. But I won't try not to say too much. But I kind of do want to talk about him. But um, just to touch on it, it's it's a group of us that talk. Um, and we have done since when I was on Vine. Um, he was on Vine. And yeah, there's a few of us. And we're in a little group chat now. And um, yeah, we sort of keep in contact. And we have done all this time. Which was amazing because um, I ain't going to go on, but with my ex-wife before we got divorced, a lot of the hardship that I was going through, I didn't realise at the time how how much I relied on these people, and they know that. So, <laughs> come on, <laughs> there's nothing new. But yeah, and ever so grateful for that. Um, yeah. So you're going to get to know him as well, and you'll love him. And um, I look forward to that one. We're just sorting out the logistics of it now. But um, what can I talk about? I'll tell you something that that is really interesting to me right now, what's going on, is the divide on social media between the anti-vaxxers, the people that are fine getting vaccinated, the people that think that, this is a pandemic and those that are like are worried and it's mad how it's really divided a group of people and even people that I thought were fairly rational and fairly level headed have just turned into these pricks <laughs> I didn't know what other word to use pricks you know but you know Everyone's entitled to their opinion. You can have an opinion. Don't mean you're right. But it don't mean I'm right. But what I don't like is when somebody says, oh yeah, but you're wrong. because," And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's my opinion. And I'm just telling you, you, you know, you've asked me or it comes up in a conversation, you talk about it. But usually I think they're the people that are going to have a bit of an opinion that they're not even believing themselves I don't know but anyway I have noticed that and and it is strange and social media has become this cesspit of opinions and virtue signaling and uh, misinformation and spreading of bollocks you know I, I see stuff daily and I just think fuck how have you come up with that how how have you how do you believe that or um someone will read something on the daily fail or on some weird third party website i don't know like bongos bingos no i can't even say that i've never been but my missus goes on about it she said it's 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 the best place to go yeah i'm just i don't know i'm coming up with a name just shoot me i don't know um yeah I don't know, some weird pretend news place on the internet that that just make up bullshit stories, and they've they've read that and they've gone, oh yeah, oh the, the royal family of lizards, you know they <laughs> they might be, I don't know. See, you don't know, do you? But then they'll believe it, and then when you're going, well, if if you can. I've got to be careful what I say. It's not prove someone wrong. But if you can hand somebody the facts and go, hey, what? 
and they still don't believe it, then why do you care? Like, just let them get on with it. But if they then are up in your grill about it, fucking hell, step back, mate, because you are mental. But, yeah, I don't like... I'm not one of these people that have to prove people wrong, but when I see something that that is... <coughs> excuse me. When I see or hear something that's not true, and I know it's not true, and I can back it up, I want that person to not particularly believe what they're reading, hearing, if they've not got it from a credible source, or because it's just not simply true. And I found myself investing too much in other people's things like that by just trying to be a good citizen of this godforsaken earth that we're living on right now. But um, yeah, Wuhan's alright though, they're having raves. I wonder what I wonder what a rave in Wuhan's like. Oh, don't really want to find out, but there we go. But yeah, yeah. Welcome to the tangents of me as well. By the way, I literally we could be going down one road and I'll just turn off and not tell you. I'm like the shittest Uber driver ever for podcasts. But um, yeah, so um, we we've we we're in this situation, aren't we, where people are believe in what they want to believe and sort of seeing stuff and because it's written down on the internet it must be true which yeah maybe maybe i'm just maybe i'm just being naive maybe i should be be opening up but when you say to people you're free to think what you want it doesn't seem that you're allowed to think what you want though because they're saying well you're wrong um you know it 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 seems daily now. Seems daily. It's like we won't go into it, but didn't get locked down quick enough. I agree with that. Don't think we did. Didn't get locked down quick enough. Those that was just horrific, horrific for everybody. You know, it's mental. And then lots of people died, got ill, still ill now, gonna be ill for the rest of their lives, sadly. And we seem to be getting better. And then we're back in this again. But this time round, it was quick. They they were like, okay, they, they they fucked about a little bit. But then with this lockdown we're currently in now, um, when I think we went tier four down here and everywhere else wasn't tier four. Like most of North of England and all that weren't tier four. And then suddenly we're all tier four. And it's just like, no, we're all locking down. So we've just gone back into it again. But I think, well, well, why are you doing that? It's 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 against our freedoms. You would have say same Cena that was turning around and saying, just like I did there. I didn't actually say the words, and I love saying that word. I shouldn't say it, should I? Yeah, these are the same C-nuts that were saying, well, you know, Boris didn't lock everyone down quick enough. Well, he's done it now. So now what? Over to you, dickhead. What are you going to say? But, fine. Again, think that. Don't come at me, bro. Don't at me, or whatever it is. I'm just trying to be with the kids, you know what I mean? Trying. But, you can't have your cake and eat it. There are going to be times when you're not going to agree with everything that's going on. But guess what? You don't have to pull your phone out out of your pocket and type it on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram... And start harassing people in their 
on their socials about and in their comments like you're some fucking martyr, some f- fucking second coming of Jesus, because you're not. You're just some keyboard warrior, fucktard, who just thinks that, oh, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to make people feel oppressed in the situation when really we should all be sitting in this together and being rational and trying trying to come up with ways and means of making it work. In fact, the one of them today, I was just watching the news. And I try not to watch the news that much for that reason because it just seems to be a downer. But I was watching it and they were talking about the, uh, the vaccinations and how they're going to ramp it up and how they're thinking of um, doing them... Um, 24-7 or coming up with ideas basically to push these vaccinations through to give everybody more of a shot at it excuse the pun, I didn't mean that but it come out, see I could write for the Daily, Daily Mirror can I and no I won't but yeah it's it's um, it's one of those It's it's that that seems positive to me, it feels positive that we're moving in the right direction that we're getting vaccinations and we're doing them at a rate that's pretty decent. But for some people, well, I don't trust it. It's gone fast, far too quickly. They've, they've developed this vaccination far too quickly. Um. Okay, well, listen up. SARS, things like this, we've had these types of viruses before in other countries in the world the makeup the dna whatever you want to call it i don't know i'm not a fucking scientist relax scientist relax i ain't even been drinking but it these scientists have had money thrown at them had resources thrown at them where something might take 10 years to develop they've gone just get it through here's an open checkback checkbook just just do it and and that's why we're in the situation that we are now you know, and I heard another one. Oh well, somebody's actually caught corona after they've had their their vaccination. Yeah, because you don't build up your immunity straight away, you fucking knob end. Do you know what I mean? It's just anyway. See, this is what I'm saying. You get roped into it. You get drawn into it like some black hole of Facebook. Um, but yeah. Mind you, it could be worse, couldn't it? It could be talking about Donald Trump. No. Stop. We're not going to. Because that really will cause problems. Um, not that it'd hear me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, social media. What a minefield. It, social media now reminds me of the opening scene for um, Shaving Ryan's Privates. Saving Ryan's Private. Saving Private Ryan. When um, uh, it, it's all going off when they're trying to get onto the beach and it's going apeshit and there's just just mortars, grenades, rocket-propelled grenades, RPGs. There's bullets, fire, just absolute fucking pandemonium. Um, and that's what I imagine social media to look like right now. It's gone from this place where people would uh, look at Twitter for football transfers like and things like that and and share pictures of their dinner or tea if you're northern um i have to say that because a northerner in my house and i and um yeah and 
and, and it's gone to this place where these people have just turned into these Piers Morgan types, you know? And it's just like... And what has done as well, it seems like people are okay to be an arsehole. Like, it's like it, this has given them license to be, be a knob-end, and I'm, I'm not sure what that is. And it's like, you know, people are quick to tell people they're not wearing a mask. It's like, oh... I get what you're doing, and that's great, you know, good citizen, and you're right, they should be wearing a mask, but there might be a reason they're not wearing one, so you've got to be a bit careful with that one, but, you know, maybe I'm being far too British, and, you know, we do that thing, don't we, we you know, when the Brit- Brits are there, because you'll just hear heavy tutting, and, oh dear, <sighs> lots of air, but, um, yeah, so... Yeah, I try to keep out of the social media um, circus, as it were. And I do, I, I have blocked, unfollowed, muted several people on all forms of uh, social media that I'm on because I just look at it and I go, I don't like what you're writing. I haven't told them. I haven't beefed up to them, I ain't gone at them and said, you know, what you're saying I don't like. What's the point in that? Scroll on. Like people say, scroll on. But when it starts, because they're having a rant, you can't escape. Because every time you open your social media, boom, there it is. Fucking larger than life, bang, right in front of you. You can't get away from it. So, you ain't got a choice but to block, mute, whatever you want to do. And you should never feel... Like, you can't do that. Or, or, what word am I looking for? You should never feel guilty or that you're doing anything wrong by blocking, muting, unfollowing, whatever you want to do, somebody. But if you want to use that as a tool to go, I'm blocking you because you're a twat. <laughs> well, so. Like you see with um some celebrities, and I love that. Who, we're all guilty when you see there's a celebrity beef going on you're like fuck I'm I'm going on every single platform I can to watch this explode and sometimes you'll come across a comment like I love Ricky Gervais for lots of reasons right not just because I was brought up in the same area as him but he says it how it is and, and, and I feel that's exactly how I am hence I'm just saying it's my podcast name because I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. It don't. You can, it is what it is, isn't it? And he put something up about um, about he loves doing the one about religion, didn't he? And I love it. Just it's just the the biggest trigger going, <laughs> and I love it because he just bang. He knows what he's fucking doing. Come on, and he he bangs it up. And and I I swear he goes and um, post and then he just puts his phone in a drawer and fucks off for the day and goes out and has like when we could do and it going goes and has a nice wine or a meal with Jane his his missus or just I I bet he doesn't even fucking think about it I bet he don't give a shit but he thinks it's really funny that he knows it's just gonna all kick off. And I bet he, once the evening's done or he's sat in the bath, because he loves a bath, doesn't he? He's sat in the bath and he goes, look at these sea nuts. I nearly said it. Look at these sea nuts. Look at them. 
Jeez, look at him. I bet he, I bet he loves. I bet he's funny as well, coming from him. But yeah, so I saw one. One guy's gone. Well, I, I used to like you. I'm followed. What are you getting out of that? I don't understand that. Like, oh, could you imagine Ricky Gervais slamming into his DMs? Tony, fifty-nine of Bridlington. Oh, please follow me again. I'm really sorry that I said something that you didn't agree with. Jesus wept. But there you go. Social media, you see. It's like saving private Ryan. It really is. But, um... <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'm dilly-dallying on it too much. But, yeah, so... Plenty of ideas in my head with what I'm going to do. I don't want to sort of go on too long because I'm boring. Um, I don't have to agree with it. Um... But yeah, I, I could see me and Liam talking on here a fair bit. Um, I'd like to speak to a few people, actually. But it's all about if they're available, if they're not. Um, but we'll see. Because Vine was a big one for me, and I touched on it. And I'm not going to go too deep into it, but Vine was... Uh, if you have if you know what Vine is, then you know what Vine is. If you don't know what Vine is, it was a six six seven second um video app so you had six or seven seconds i can't remember i think it was it, it said it was seven but it always felt like six when i was editing videos excuse me um and this the the videos because you, you've only got a certain amount of time you had to almost get a story in 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 such a short amount of time and i loved it because you used to do... Oh, there were so many funny things on there. The world was such a better place then in the sense of no one was really at each other's throats like we've just spoke about on social media thing. But it was great. And I, I got to meet, virtually, loads of people from all over the place, mainly America and the UK. And like I say, I've kept in contact with with um, only a few of them. But they've been re like really good friends. Like... Wicked mates, you know, and I, I could, I know, um, there's one, Alyssa, um, hopefully she listens to this, Alyssa, she's um, off of Vine, and I know that I could pick up the phone to her now and go, I, I'm, I feel, feel like crap, I'm not feeling very good in myself, and as long as she's not busy, she'll, she'll be like, there for me, you I mean, I know, I know I'm married, I know, you know, well, you don't know I'm married, but... I am remarried. I know. What am I doing? Am I mental? What's wrong with me? Yeah. But um, I'll come on to that, actually. I'll talk about that, and then we could close on that. Um, of course, I can speak to my wife. I can speak to my, my friends that, you know, I've known for years here, whatever. But I'm just saying, these people, even though I've, I've only met... I've met Liam face-to-face -face once, but I've spoke to them for years over, over phone, WhatsApp... Something called Uvu, which is incredible, um, and we'll, I'm I'm sure that topic of conversation will come up with Liam for a really funny reason. But yeah, it, it's just it was a really nice, friendly community, and I think I used it as a crutch emotionally and mentally, going through the offings of a pretty shit 
relationship at the end. Um, I'm just trying. I'm trying to be political. That's not like me. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so they were really sort of important to me at that point. Um, yeah, and it was it was good. It was I was lucky. I was lucky to have them, but it was just stupid. Like I, I, I'm quite. I think I'm creative. I like creating stuff and videos. I love photography. Love making videos. And um, yeah, it, it was just, it was like I had a license to be silly, you know, and regress into being a kid. I've got this amazing app that is quite simple, yet I can do silly things with. Like one of the ones, one of the um ideas that i had i didn't know whether it would take off or not i was washing up uh, a cat food tin getting ready to go out to recycling and uh yeah because i do that because you know i'm raised sort of right um and i thought this would make a good vine and i'd had some um some bolognese that day and there was some left over so I thought, yeah, that'll do it. So I did, literally sketched it out, go to the cupboard, pull. The camera shows it's cat food. Pull it out, pull the spoon out, put it in my mouth. Hmm, that's nice. That was all it was. But people were like, did you Did you really? Did you, did you eat it? Did you, was that cat food? It wasn't cat food. Surely it wasn't cat food. It was one of the most fascinating things ever because it was just such a silly, stupid little thing that I did. Yet it caused people to be questioning it, like in a good way, you know. It's funny, so funny. But um, yeah, fine, good times, good times, fine. Unfortunately, not around anymore. Um, got bite, but I think that's a load of bollocks. Um, there you go. Put that on the Google reviews. Rob Wokenham, load of bollocks. But there we go. So yeah, um, I mentioned I was married again. Um, I'm lucky again. I'm lucky, lucky boy. Um, split up with my ex. weren't interested in having a relationship or anything like that. And then met my missus. Unfortunately, she's a scouser, but she's good at working car radios. So relax, scousers. Relax. Calm down. Don't say that. Never say that to a scouser. They go fucking ape shit. They don't actually. They're a good bunch. Good bunch. I love Liverpool. Absolutely love Liverpool. I'm sure anyone listening to this, if you've ever been, what a place. And the people are epic. Apart from all of my wife's exes. <clears throat> I'm joking. Thank you for shit. But um, no, I'm I'm very very lucky. Um, to yeah, being a marriage with somebody that's allowing me to do things like this and I used the term allowing because that was what it was like before weren't allowed but my my wife she just wants me to be me you know if I'm happy she's happy and if she's happy I'm happy so it's pretty good isn't it really but um yeah so she she's a scouser and it's funny because I have been to Liverpool before I met her um with my previous job I used to go to Manchester and the guy that used to pick me up was a scouser and we used to always end up in Liverpool. Um, I was fascinated, always fascinated with anyone outside of London really because they had such a different way of being and I've got that wrong. 
because I'm thinking, oh, this, this bird's interested in me. No, she's not. She's just being nice. Because I'm, I'm used to southern girls being a bit, yeah, a bit more of a graft. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, but no, learn, learn a lot. Um, and it, it is funny because there's so many different words, and uh, what's the word I can use? Little nuances that they use. It, it's, it's just incredible, just funny. The word balm, right? The word balm is what they would call a roll. So if you if you live down south, if I said to you roll, you would know that that's like a bread roll that you would put anything in, ham, cheese, sausages, bacon, bacon roll. And you would know what that is. Up there, a roll is what we would put hot dogs in. Which, yeah, so that was really funny. And I know you're not, you think this is boring, but it was funny for me, all right? So, you know, chill out. <laughs> but it, it's one of those, it, it it can cause uproar, because they're like, what? What are you on about? And they call it a balm. And I know other places call it a cob, or, I don't know, loads of different names for different things. But yeah, it, it is really, really funny. And my, my missus, she ain't got, like, your atypical... You're right there, Mies. How's it going? You're right there, lad. She hasn't got like a scouse scouse accent, like Jimmy Carrot. Oh, sorry, that was probably really loud. Um, she hasn't got that. She's got a bit of a um, bit of a mix because she grew up sort of the west part of Liverpool, well, Widnes around that way. So, yeah. So it it, it is it is really interesting learning about new people but I fit in with them and I, and I fit in with them because I really I don't know I feel like I feel like I'm not your atypical fella born in London a lot of Londoners are known to be a little bit rude hard to get on with prickly um when <laughs> yeah they're not. You just need to know them. They just don't. I think, from my experience, Londoners. I I am technically a Londoner. I work in London, so a lot of them. They need to know you before they can let you in. But with Liverpool, you could be, you could literally walk into a bar and you'll be chatting away with someone, and you don't even know they are, but you're having a right old laugh. You know, I know we get that down south, but but up there it seems more rife. It seems like that that we're here for a good time, not for a short time. And it's that that's what it felt like whenever anywhere I've been, I've never found it difficult drumming up conversation or having conversations anywhere in Liverpool. Um, yeah, and it, it is one of those things. My missus likes to highlight that I'm a southerner. I think she wants to get me killed because I think she knows. That I've got a pretty decent pension and a pretty decent um, life insurance through my work. Um, take a girl out of Liverpool. Can't take Liverpool out of a girl, can you? But um, I'm slating her here. And that's not fair. But the reason I am is because she knows, and she's going to listen to it. And she knows I'm only joking. I do love her. Especially when she makes me cornflake chicken. And that 
is banging. That is the dog's bollocks. It really is. Cornflake chicken. Google it. I can tell you how to do it because I don't do it. She does it. But it includes cornflakes. No shit. Um, eggs. Chicken. No shit. And it tastes a little bit like KFC, but not obviously as skin crispy like that. But it's pretty decent as well. It's good if you're your protein gains, your absolute meatheads. Um pretty healthy meal, I'd say. But um yeah, so I didn't want to go on too much. I didn't want the first one to be really, really long. And it's I can see now it's fifty one minutes forty five seconds already. Where's this time gone? But anyway, I should wrap it up there, really. But I will keep um, keep making these, hopefully, and um, yeah, get Liam on, like I say. And fingers crossed, this will be a regular thing because I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying talking absolute bollocks <laughs> to a microphone in the corner of my front room. And uh, yeah, good old Amazon. With the old uh, next day delivery with my microphone ages ago. I've had it for ages. I've procrastinated like shit to get it done. But um saw the opportunity and done it. So yeah, I'll uh I'll leave you to it and be lucky and thanks ever so much for listening and I'll see you next time. <laughs>